0: hello and welcome to the strength and weakness blog podcast i'm your host elizabeth jackson this is a podcast connected to my blog which the link to which can be found in the description for the show and this is a podcast about christian culture mental health and whatever i feel like i am tired a lot of us are in different ways right now tired today i'm going to talk about how to worship on christmas when you don't enjoy it and why we have christmas i hope that this can serve as an encouragement to those who suffer on holidays and as a reminder to those who kind of egg on the suffering of others on the holidays by telling them well you need to just be happy and enjoy it and it's all about your savior's birth and it's like well i know that there is symbolism in candy cane i'm pretty sure the watermelon candy cane does not actually have any real symbolism folks it's just a candy cane it's a piece of candy it's really not about our savior's birth most of what we do at christmas even the parts that are about our savior's birth really aren't it's a fact it's a fact we all know that some of us still live in denial about and as i talked about in the last podcast these are the things that make christmas hard for people the cultural expectation the even the christian cultural expectation but if we but we need to reorient our focus and if we do that Christmas can be an enjoyable time of year, even for those who are grieving, or at least a worshipful time of year. I myself resolved that this Christmas was going to be good, not because it was going to be good, not because it was going to be the most amazing cultural Christmas, and I was just going to be a super Christian and re. I don't know. I don't know what normal people do on Christmas anymore, but. They're not the things I do. What I do, what I'm doing now this year, and what I may, maybe it will only be this year. Maybe next year I will have something wonderful happen that I can't foresee this year. But for this year, and for a lot of people this year due to the pandemic, my Christmas is worship through lament. My friend Emily Urban, writer of Emily Urban dot com. Mm. Yeah, it took me a moment to remember the website name. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, her Instagram page, which I believe is hello at hello emily urban, uh, bleh, at hello emily urban, is always a wonderful source of encouragement. But uh, a few months ago, maybe a year she posted this series on her story that has always stuck with me talking about how lament is an act of worship it is grieving and thanking god for what was good acknowledging that what we had was good and praising him for it while also allowing us to feel the very human emotion of grief right now this year more of us are grieving loved ones more of us are grieving the loss of our traditions and our ability to be together some of us are grieving the loss of their health i myself am grieving the loss of my health having covid didn't mess up with my respiratory system but it caused a lot of it causes a lot of problems and something that wasn't bothering me as much for a while came back way worse because covid affected that it's hard it's really hard I'm grieving the loss of being able to see my family and have what I consider my real Christmas. My real Christmases are usually in January. I go down to another state and I see my extended family and we just enjoy each other's presence. I sometimes... Okay, once. One time, I got to see my friend who lives in the area. I was hoping to be able to do that again this year, but I know that's not happening. And I'm grieving that. I'm grieving precious time with my grandmother. I'm grieving precious time with my obnoxious little cousins who I love and adore. Because it's good. It's very good. I'm grieving time with my good friend because that time is good. I'm grieving, well, actually, I'm even grieving my grandmother's dog that I'm very allergic to. Not very, very allergic to, but I breathe better when that dog is not around. And that dog is now gone. She had to be put down this year because she was old and unhealthy. There's a lot that I'm grieving. I'm grieving my father's health getting worse because he had COVID. I'm grieving even the family gathering that i'm not going to tomorrow that i don't actually like going to that much though i just want my family to know if they hear this i love you all very much it's just not holiday parties just never were my thing (laughs) i'm grieving so much right now and i bet you are too I bet that even the people who are usually thrilled on Christmas are grieving a lot of things. And that's okay, that's good. Acknowledge those things are good, thank God for them, and feel all those emotions. God created those for a reason. And while we think on these things, We can also think on the part of Christmas that doesn't depress people. The part of Christmas that is the real reason for the season. The part of Christmas that people throw at you, not really caring that much themselves usually, when you say you don't like Christmas or you're just not looking forward to it this year. Jesus' birth. God loves the world. God desired that all men should be saved. So much that he sent his perfect, blameless son to live as one of us. Now, personally, living as one of us, I don't enjoy it that much. I doubt he did either. But he made that sacrifice so that we could know him. And I know what you're thinking. You're a Calvinist. How do you feel about the whole... All men should be saved Well, Desires all men should be saved made it clear that all men aren't going to be saved. And we're not really getting into my theology right now. I would happily make another podcast on that some other time with some other Calvinist friends. But um, yeah, theology nerd just jumped out. That was not the point. God loves the world. The people in the world. The people in his image so much that he sent his son... Perfect, blameless. To live a miserable, hard life. And to die a horrible, horrible death. The kind, the the description of which, one of my friends did a speech on the crucifixion this past semester. And I felt like I was going to vomit while he described in detail what happens during a crucifixion. The perfect God of the universe humbled himself to that point for people like us, for the people who aren't enjoying Christmas and maybe don't have the best attitude right now. He sent his son to die a horrible, gruesome death and to come again. This podcast, the idea was inspired by a song that my school played from Sovereign Grace, O come all ye unfaithful. At first the lyrics don't make quite all that much sense. It it seems kind of cruel to call all these people who are suffering in the song unfaithful. But it doesn't mean unfaithful like An unfaithful spouse it means unfaithful as in i don't think that the people suffering are when we're suffering we're not always so full of faith we are not the people this year who are having their entire families and their traditional wonderful christmas and have never known anything else in this sense they are the faithful and the unfaithful Are probably the people tuning into this podcast hurting and hopefully are being encouraged. And I want you all to know that you don't have to enjoy Christmas and put up a Christmas tree and think, oh my gosh, this is the best day ever. You don't have to be a Christmas person. I'm not a Christmas person anymore. I don't know if I ever will be again. I'd like to be. It was nice. To enjoy that. But that cultural Christmas is dead and buried in my life. If it could come again, that'd be great. If it doesn't, that's also great. My savior was born. Thousands of years. 2000 and... Mm, hard, 2023 years ago, approximately. My savior died. Two... Th- Math is very hard, guys. <laughs> something less than 2000 years ago he was resurrected something less than 2000 years ago I really <laughs> this is why I'm friends with math majors <laughs> um, this is the reason that we do all this junk that doesn't really have that much to do with it and the reason we have beautiful things like the Christmas Eve candlelight service that I'm not going to tonight, and caroling, and all these things that maybe just aren't happening this year. The reason for the season is that God came for the sick, for the brokenhearted, for the people like me who are starting to i myself i'm starting to realize that i need to go to a doctor there's a lot wrong with my body and i know if i hurt this badly at 18 years old that the pain will only get worse hope for heaven hope for the reason the real reason hope for not just going to heaven but being and a new glorified body that can worship your savior unceasingly. Hope for the perfect faith that will come before we know it, because this lifetime is really just a vapor in the wind. It feels unending and miserable, but it is not unending. And there is joy, even in the lament. There is peace, even in the pain. Because the perfect god of the Israelites came as a lowly baby with by the way, there's a reason those long, boring genealogies are in there because people like you and me some very there are only a few women mentioned in Jesus' genealogy. They are foreigners and a prostitute and people like us. God did not come to save the people who just. God did not come to save people who are thrilled with their current lives. He came to save the people who know there's more, who understand that this life just doesn't feel right and something is missing. He came for the people who He placed the longing for Him in. And my theology in this probably hasn't been worded right my pain in this has probably been very clear but this Christmas I'm lamenting a lot I am overjoyed that going back to the pain thing that I don't think I finished I'm overjoyed that this life is only temporary this pain is only temporary because that baby born thousands of years ago will one day come again and I will have a new body that doesn't hurt so much because I hurt right now. And I will have perfect relationship with my Savior. Perfect relationship that I ruin every single day I am alive. That I can never ever attain on my own. But he loved me enough to send his son so that I can have that relationship that I was created to have. This has been the Strength and Weakness Blog Podcast. I hope you have a Merry Christmas or a joyful, miserable Christmas. I hope that as you are trying to encourage people this season, that you encourage them not to repress what they're feeling, but to take it to God. I hope that you talk more about what your beautiful, wonderful Savior has done than about The tree and the ornaments and all those not bad things. Those are all beautiful things to appreciate from God. But this season, remember the reason that you throw in the face of everyone. That you tell yourself is why you have to love it. Remember, Emmanuel, God is with us. Go in peace. see you next year. And I'm praying for everyone. And I'm not very good at ending conversations right now. And this feels like a conversation. And, um, you know, your host is exhausted. Have a wonderful Christmas. Don't record podcasts when you're tired. <laughs> this has been the Strength and We blog podcast, and I'm ending it for real now.